Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Five. Four, three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Gee Thanks Just Bought It. Now, we don't usually talk about age here on the podcast, but I'm excited because I think we have our youngest guest Ever. I am joined by seven-year-old Harlow Wiles. She is a dancer. She is a baker. She is, what grade are you in, Harlow? Second. She's in second grade. And I am friends with her mom, Alana Wiles, also known as Mommy Shorts, uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, right? Yes. Across the board, Mommy Shorts. And I wanted Harlow to come here today because I hear you make the perfect pancakes every single time. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. Tell me a little about how you got your start in baking. I don't know. But now you make the perfect pancake. The people want to know. There are so many people like me who make gooey pancakes or burnt pancakes. How do you make them perfect every time? Um, what do you use? Tell me a little bit about how you start. I never like do anything to make them really flat and make them really fat. How do you make them fat? Fat, like, not flat. Um... So what you do is you get your scooper thing, yep. and then you you take the scoop thing, you put it in, and then... So you, you get just, the scooper, which is like a cup measure? Yeah. And what are you putting it in? Like, You're do you make the mix You're putting it beforehand? in the bowl of the mix, uh-huh. and then you just put it on the pan or whatever you're using. Okay. And then you... Some, my mom shows me to, like... Get the measuring thing yep. and just spread it out a little bit. Okay. But I don't do that. I just leave it like that. And then it just starts rising a little bit. That's into, interesting. Like, cool. So that's a cool technique that I've never heard of before. So instead of sort of playing with it while it's on the pan, you just scoop it onto the pan and the pan is sizzling, right? Mm-hmm. Do you put butter on the pan? No. Okay. Do you spray the pan so it doesn't yeah. stick? Okay. Very important, right? Yes. Well, sometimes I pat it with my spatula. When it looks like it's... How do you know when it's time to turn? Um, The other side starts to, like, bubble a little bit. Oh. But when the when the side that you're facing on, and, and that's, like, already cooked... Yeah. Um, sometimes it, it, like, you don't really know. You just... Start like checking a little bit. Okay. And like, is it bubbling in the middle or is it bubbling like around the edge of the pancake? The middle. The middle. Okay. So, so you take the the spatula. You don't flip it yet, but you kind of just peek underneath. Yeah, you peek underneath and see if it's ready. And if it's ready, you flip it. Okay. And then, if you have the other side, uh-huh. you peek, and if it's ready, you put it on the plate. And how hot does the stove need to be? So you have so many questions. How hot do you make your stove? I don't really know. So you know how there's numbers on the stove? Uh-huh. Do you know what number you put yours to? No. No? So what color do you look for 
on your pancake that ma- that lets you know it is the perfect pancake? Um, like a light brown and light like brown. light in the middle. Light in the middle and light brown on the edge. And how many times would you say that you have made these pancakes? Ten. Ten times? Yeah. Ten times? No, wait. Um, I feel like a lot more. A lot of times? Right about 15. 15? Don't you think it's like at least like 30 times? Okay, 30. 30 times. <laughs> well, for seven years old, 30 times is a lot of times. That's kind of amazing because I'm so... Do you bake anything else? Uh, or do you specialize in pancakes only? I bake cookies. Cookies. Um, cupcakes, cakes. Um, wow. I made pumpkin bread. You made pumpkin bread? And I made like lemon pound cake. Oh my gosh. And I, I need made, to go home right now and start baking. And I made like coffee muffins. Do you go to school or do you just bake all day? Go to school. You go to school too? This is like on the weekends weekend or stuff. like after camp. Now do you like decorating more or do you like actually like baking, putting it in the oven? I like both. You like both? Yeah. Awesome. Are you good at sharing your cakes or when your cakes come out of the oven, are they just for you? I like sharing. You'll share it? Yeah. Oh, you're really nice. I don't know that I would share my cakes. She likes to sell them. Oh, my God. Okay, we love a businesswoman. So what I do when I make my pancakes is I stack a bunch of, like, plastic boxes. Uh And then I put the plate that has all the pancakes there. And then I put, like, the plates on the side and stuff. Wow. And the forks and stuff. And um, I would bring, like, a chair. Mm -hmm. And I would start to, like... Just like people, my family would come over and they would take the pancakes. <laughs> do yeah. they do they buy them from you, or do you do you have a nice family discount that you give them? Um, one time they actually had to give me money. <laughs> nice, I love it. Also, how much did you make? Uh, I make nine. Make nine dollars. What an entrepreneur! No, wait, no, wait, no. I didn't know what you meant. I make uh. Like it's like uh, one or five. One or five dollars. One or five dollars per <laughs> pancake. Uh-huh. Is it the buyer's choice? <laughs> one or five? No. It's your well, choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy two pancakes, it's probably five. Okay. And if you buy one, it's one. Okay, that's a deal. <laughs> that's a deal if I ever heard one. Huh? Now, Harlow, I was wondering. You know when you go to the grocery store and there are boxes of pancake mix? Yeah. Do you use those or do I have to buy flour and sugar and but like do I have to buy everything separately? Eggs or Yes. Ki- Wait, I can't I can't use the box? Well, sometimes I do okay. too. But then and then I stop doing it. So you use it so you basically make pancakes from scratch. Yeah. Isn't that a lot harder? Well, it's more fun. It's more fun? Yeah. And what about people who are bad at cracking eggs? Do you have any tips? Um, Sometimes I crack an egg, but then like half the eggshell gets in the bowl, and then somehow I wind up with egg all over my hand. So maybe I'm doing it wrong. You get a paper towel and wipe your hands. Okay. Well, first what you do is you take the eggshell out of the bowl with like 
with a fork or your hands. Okay. And then you wipe your hands. So all is not lost if I get some eggshell in the mix? I can just take it out? Yeah. Okay, good. How do you crack an egg to make sure that the eggshell doesn't get in the mix? Um, I just, I crack it a little bit, okay. and then I put my finger into the crack, and I just open you just it. open it up, and it goes right in the bowl? Yeah. Do you crack it on the side of the bowl or on the yeah, side the of the table? Yeah, the side okay. of the bowl. I love that. So that's what happens after you make pancakes 30 times. You just get really good at it. Yeah. Because sometimes... Let me tell you, maybe one of the reasons why my pancakes can be a little <laughs> is like I kind of get distracted. Sometimes I look at my phone, I lose track of time. Maybe one of my cats is like on top of the refrigerator and I have to get him down. Do you feel like maybe if I'm not paying attention, that's when the pancakes start to burn? Yes. Do you just have to watch it? Yeah. Do you blink? You can blink. Okay, but not for too long. Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask Carlo. Like, you can't just, like, close your eyes for a second and be like... You can't fall asleep. No. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. I'm going to ask Carlo. I know you can't see me, at, uh, what she's about to do, but I need to know. So, Carlo, can you give me an example of the perfect blink that you could do while you're making pancakes? Okay. She blinked very fast. I almost didn't see it. Her eyes closed very, very briefly, but then they opened. Yeah. So, any longer than that, and you are, like, asleep at the wheel. And you cannot make your pancakes because you can't see it anything happening. Yeah. These are amazing tips. Also, you can't fall asleep because if you fall asleep, you might fall like your your head would go into the stove and so, everything would like, and you would wake up and your head was on the stove. And that and would that. probably be <laughs> uncomfortable. I have to imagine. And you, your face would burn. Well, you know what? It can get really dark really fast here in Harlow's kitchen. Um you're right. I think it's a great tip that people should not fall asleep standing over the stove. Mm-hmm. Wow. You are just full of knowledge. Where did you learn all this stuff? Well. Is it just something you were born with? Well, um, I started watching like all these baking shows. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what you watch on YouTube. I watch um, like videos about like baking videos and stuff. Like there's this person that makes... Um, she makes, um, a bunch of, like, she makes a bunch of cupcakes, and then she puts them together to make, like, a character or something. Oh, whoa. And then she frosts them in that type of character. That sounds really cool. It sounds pretty hard. Does she show you all the things that she uses to do it? Um, kind of. Kind of. Does she use, like, fondant? You know what, like, fondant is? No. Like that? She, she doesn't? uses, like, cupcakes, and then she just makes them in the shape, and oh, then wow. she frosts Cool. Have you ever tried that? No. Do you want to one day? Yeah. Yeah. So whenever she tells me what she wants to make, I have to learn for the first time how so to help her. So will you go find a video <laughs> of someone kind of doing something similar? Yeah, I guess. Or we'll, or we'll look at recipes or things like that. I mean, we don't do anything that complicated. Right. But I feel like... Um, I feel like I'm learning from Harlow and it's because Harlow's been inspired by baking videos. And you also like, what's your favorite show or one of your favorite shows? Um, Sugar Rush. What's that? Uh, it's a baking show where you have like, you have like an hour mm-hmm. and like three hours for the final round. And then oh. you combine all your minutes to that three hours. And then you have, like, three rounds, and it's, like, you have to make a cupcake. You have to make, like, 
a thingamajigger. You have to make a cake. So you have all these different things you have to make, and it, you can only have a certain amount of time to do it. Yes. So have you also seen Nailed It? Yes. Nailed It's funny. Is Sugar yeah. Rush like Nailed It, or the or do the Sugar Rush cupcakes and cakes come out a lot more tasty looking? In Sugar Rush, these are like professional bakers uh-huh. that like have their own shops and stuff. And in Nailed It, it's just like... Like people that like try to bake. Right, just people from home. I feel like you could take anyone on Nailed It down. Like I feel like you should go compete on Nailed It. They should do a Nailed It Kids. Would you go on that show if they did a Nailed It Kids? Um, I think if it was Nailed It Kids, there wouldn't be that much detail in the cakes. Are you sure? Yes. There would be like, there would be detail. Uh Uh-huh. But it would be like, not like cakes themed on like it wouldn't be like so hard yeah okay it would be a little easier yeah i would still watch though like you know what i would try to do what i would try to do like um a cake with like all like blue fondant um around it and then like little stars made of fun so if the producers of nailed it are listening you heard it you have your first contestant who's ready to come on uh, Harlow, a couple more things. I heard you're really into HGTV right now. What's that? Property Brothers. Yeah. Tell me why you love the Property Brothers. Um, what are their names again? Drew and... Drew? They're not both named Drew, right? No. What's the other one's name? I don't know. They're just the Property Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They are a unit and they are not two individual people. Okay, so what about the Property Brothers do you like? Um, So I think we started like watching it in a hotel. Uh-huh. And then we just got really into it. And my favorite part is when, like, you they show, like, option one and option two of your house. And then they, like, build the whole thing. And then they and then, Yeah, that's my favorite part I about it. I love that, too. It's are really you, cool. Are you in the market to buy a house anytime soon? Uh, are you saving from... I mean, I know you're making money off your pancakes. So when are you going to buy Harlow's house? few more dollars to go. Um, how many more dollars do you think you would need to buy a Property Brothers house? Thousand. Thousand dollars? That seems yeah. right. It's like a, it's, it's a, a thousand long... or two thousand. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> for sure. In this economy? Absolutely. Harlow, I'm so happy that you joined us. I want to ask your mom about the things that she uses. I'm going to have you pass the mic to your mom if you want to pass the headphones too, or you could keep them on. You want to you want to pass them off? Okay. You also don't have to put them on if you don't want to. We will be right back. Um, thank you for coming. <laughs> so, Alana, thank you so much for bringing your one of your daughters um, with you. I was no trying problem. to remember when I started following you on Instagram, and I think Harlow must have been like she was doing. It was like a hashtag moves by Harlow. Oh, she was young. What got you started in in vlogging? Um, well, I come from, I, my, my background is in advertising and I was actually a creative director at an agency. And then I had my first kid, which is Harlow's big sister, Mazzy. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, let's see, I went on maternity leave, came back and like two months later I was laid off. Wow. Yes. So. What year was this? (laughs) This was 2010. But it was crazy because I had been at that company for 15 years and I was, you know, doing, I, I thought I had set myself up really well yeah. to have kids and come back and um, I was like a senior vice president. I was in a good position. Um, 
but no. <laughs> but it was sort of a blessing in disguise, I Life guess. Life had other plans. Yeah. Um, and yes, it was a blessing in disguise. It did not seem like that, that moment. But um, but yes, it ended up being like the best thing. I had no online experience. Yeah. So when I was laid off and everything was going like more digital, yeah. I had been doing only traditional commercials. Sure. So I did all TV and print. And I was like, I'm never going to find a job as a new mom with no digital experience. Yeah. And those, and also like, those jobs yeah. were the the people who did traditional stuff. They were so much more higher paid. Right. So to like take a step down to do digital was like would have been right. tough there, too. Yeah, people <laughs> I think in the beginning kind of didn't know the value of digital or knew that like it would become like hundred yeah. percent digital at some point. It was kind of like we're gonna try it. Like right. we'll see. And it was you also know? like not necessarily you wouldn't necessarily go to the same agency for that right. too. Exactly. So I remember like towards the end of my career in advertising, we were all asking to be put on the digital assignments. Because oh, we knew that's where it was going, and they wouldn't because they're like the client's not paying for that, right? So like they, they couldn't get, afford us, right? Exactly. Like the, the general creatives. So, so it was a hard thing, like realizing like our industry was turning, yeah, and like we weren't positioned to be able <laughs> to, to turn with it, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I will say one of my favorite things about following you, and I think I've said this to you before, and I say it to other people who, when I recommend that they follow you, is that there are so many bad sponsored content posts yeah. online and following someone who has a background in a advertising make like it makes all the difference when you post a sponsored post like right. most of the time I get to the bottom of your Instagram and I'm like oh my god this was a sponsored post <laughs> and that's I guess what you're trying to do is right. like it, you don't want to be like my FabFitFun box like right. I mean, like it's so it feels that feels really obvious you are very good at integrating in the work with your everyday life that is not the work and it becomes one cohesive brand. And I think that there, I think people are waking up to the fact that that is very hard to do. But I think in the beginning there was a really big misconception that like, how hard can it be? Like, you right. know, just post about your life, but then also like shill for this thing. Right. And it turns out it is really hard. And if you guys follow at mommy shorts, you will see what I mean almost immediately. You will almost never be able to discern an ad from a non-ad. I mean, you but can. You can. I th I'm always very upfront. Like, oh, absolutely. I I always, it's like, not, and it's not because it's like she's hiding it. It's because right. like it's, it's just good because, advertising. <laughs> well, it's always like authentic to who I am. I'm mm -hmm. never doing things that don't feel like on brand for totally. me or that I don't believe in. Right. I'm very picky about what I do, and I feel like, and I also feel like brands have gotten better um, in how they like to integrate themselves. Yes. So it was interesting because when I first started, I was trying to sell myself to brands that you should be doing stuff. And at the time it was like mostly on my blog, like Instagram wasn't even a thing yet. Right. So I was, um, I was coming up with campaigns mm. to, and trying to convince agencies or, to, you know, like, buy to, to buy in. Wow. And it was like, nobody was doing that stuff yet. So that it was, I was able to come up with like my own campaigns, yeah. which I loved if someone, you know, bought into it. It's pretty amazing. Um, and now it's like, you know, obviously every agency and brand, whatever, they have whole yes. departments around this. Yes. So it becomes, um, I guess it's less often that you're sort of coming up with yeah. the campaign idea, yeah. which kind of sucks. Right. But then at the same time, I feel like, you know, people are getting better at it. Right. Um, but I mean, I watched I, your Lincoln the ad you did yeah the, like the content that you did for both um what was the it was like the new lincoln the yeah. car 
the I, aviator. I yeah. was watching like on the edge of my seat being like, I think I probably need this car. Like, <laughs> Can I, 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 need, you, I think I need to buy this car. I like influence myself. I want that car. <laughs> it looks so cool. And a friend of mine is buying one like mm. based on like my thing. Like she's like, they legit were looking in the market for a car. We're it not considering Lincoln. Awesome. I don't and, have kids and I don't nearly have enough room uh, wherever I am parking to park that car. But if I lived like in a place with my own driveway or garage. Right. Oh my gosh. It's a pretty, it's, it's a really pretty it car. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but you did such a good job on that, on that campaign because, you know, mostly like, I mean, I follow a lot of people who do ads and I get it. Like that's a business. I respect it. We do ads on this podcast too, but sometimes I just skip over some of the ones cause I'm like, Oh, it doesn't feel authentic right. or I don't, but sometimes I'm like, four videos deep on watching you drive around a Lincoln and I'm like okay well I actually really enjoy I'm actually really enjoying this I wish I could have showed like there was so much more to that story so we, we worked with them twice uh-huh. and one of them when I took a test drive I'm like I don't drive around the city very often uh-huh. so it was so funny because like my I had both um, people that work with me in the back seat and like they were so scared that like I was going to kill them and obviously like I, I always submitted I tried but sure. like the the brand didn't yeah. approve everything that I, I put through because it probably looked a little dangerous. Is that what happens on the back end? You show them all the stories you're planning on putting up and yeah. they, they check boxes? So that's uh, that's what's so crazy. I feel like people don't realize that. Like every every single piece of branded content is approved. Yeah. And maybe people think realize that now for in-feed, but yeah. stories also. So that's never happening like in real time. So what's your process? Do you upload to a Dropbox? Do you like How do you share with them that content? Um, yeah, it's usually uploading to a Dropbox. And the thing that's, that's, that's hard for me is I tend to make really long stories mm-hmm. because I don't like when you just see like a couple pictures and it's like, you know, oh, buy know. this thing. It's great. Here's the code yeah. or whatever. Like to me, it's like, I want the context around it. And I also like, I don't want it to be just key messaging. I want it to be my voice and personality. Yeah. So it's like, if we're going to this Lincoln event, it's also going to have stuff where like, the, you know, the guy who's in the passenger seat who was assigned to drive with me right. is kind of terrified, you know? You should honestly teach a masterclass in advertising on Instagram stories and just like building a brand because it is truly, I think of, I think of your stories every time I'm just like posting a picture of the beach followed up by a picture of what I'm eating. I'm like, there's no cohesive story right. here. Like you need to start at the beginning. Why are you at the beach? What beach are you at? Where are you going to eat? What are like, and right. I think like that's, and that's sort of what separates the, um, the people who are truly successful at this and yeah. people who are just trying it out. And of course, like, yes, your background helped immensely, but it also shows that you kind of saw the trends that were happening mm-hmm. and you realized, like, I got to learn how to do this and figure out how I'm going to fit into this world. Yeah. And it worked. I definitely thought at the time, I thought that I would be building the blog to get a better job in advertising. Of course. That's like, that was what was going on in my head. I'm like, it's like almost like a portfolio piece. Yeah. Um, and then it like, went even better than I imagined. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And then amazing. it was like, by the time like that job presented itself, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need a that. job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a job in, in advertising. And then the other thing is like, I I don't think I ever left advertising. I think advertising shifted and then I I I was like a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. Which it's amazing. I can like pat myself on the back. For <laughs> sure. So you guys should all follow uh, Mommy Shorts, especially on Instagram. Um, and also for great, and then that's kind of where you'll learn more of Harlow's baking tips. Now, did you bring uh, a product that you really like that you want to talk about? I did. It has nothing to do with baking. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I did bring a product and I brought it because I feel like you would appreciate it because I feel like you're always thinking about um, 
I feel like there's a lot of hair focus. There is a lot of hair focus. <laughs> That's right. I'm always thinking about my hair. I am. Um, should I get it out? Do you know what it is? Yeah. Do you know what it is, Harlow? No, I don't think she does. Yeah, let's see. It's not an appliance. Harlow's taking the mic while Lana looks for her product. Harlow, any any other words of wisdom to add? Anything you thought of while we were chatting just now? Uh, no. Just want to let you know that. Why do you have your makeup? Har- yeah, Harlow's that's still a good here. <laughs> so you brought your makeup. So wait. But you said it was hair. So now I'm really interested. Harlow, what do you think? Um, I think that that's like. Like, I don't think it's weird because she brings her makeup everywhere. Like, she, like... Moms, right? Um, but I don't know why she would bring it here to bring it out. Okay. All right, well, I guess let's find out. You ready to find out? All right. Okay, tell us. So, so if you if you didn't just catch that, she said, I brought something hair-related and then whipped out some makeup. So now I'm hooked. Like, let's see what's what's going on. Okay, so this is Makeup Forever. Um, it used to be called HD Powder, but I feel like they changed the name. So it says it just says professional on it. Okay. See. Um, so it's the, oh yeah, Ultra HD. So it is a powder yeah. that you're supposed to use for your face. And for many years, I did use it on my face. And when having a powdered face was <laughs> sort of like I hear the you. look. Yep. Um, and then uh, one day I tried it in my hair. And it is better than any dry shampoo really? that you will ever use. And Wait, I've tried a, a lot tip. of dry shampoos. Um, and it's also like if you were to use like a um, a regular like baby powder or whatever, yeah. like that has like a thickness to it. Yes. That it makes your hair look white. Yes. Whereas because this is ultra fine powder, it, it doesn't, doesn't do that. It just, it like it makes your hair look like I can do it. For wow. You. Yeah. I would love to see how you do it. <laughs> I can describe what you're doing. Now I will say like you have great hair. Um, how often do you wash your hair? I wash my hair every other day. Okay, me too. Yeah. I'm a, it, I, I, I can't. I know. I can't go any longer. <laughs> I have so many friends who are really good at like going longer and doing the dry shampoo thing, but I, my hair gets so oily so fast. Yeah, so that, I feel like it's a genetic thing it is. that people are able to do. There was, there's one woman, it's like a, a friend of my, it's like a, a wife of, of my husband's friend, <laughs> and we went on vacation with them, and she always looks perfect and beautiful, and her hair is always gorgeous. Yeah. And I just assumed that she was really good with a curling iron yeah, or whatever like she was doing. doing her hair. And she was doing that every single morning. So fine. And every single day of this vacation, and we were like, it was, we were in Italy, yeah. and it looked amazing. Oh and I'm God. like, and I thought, so she's not getting it done at like dry bar every right, day. Right, <laughs> and I'm right. like, what's yeah. happening? So I asked her. I said, so do you, are you just doing this in the morning every day, like with a curling iron? And she said, no. I have not washed it the entire trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said she got it professionally done before, before she, she left and spent the entire trip. We were there like over a week. I'm so jealous of people. <laughs> I can't I do know. it. And I I'm like, that is crazy to me. Oh, Harlow's here. So we're going to we're going to uh, I would like to see sort of a demonstration of yeah, how you do his hair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I will I'll narrate it while you do it. Um, Harlow, have you ever seen your mom do this? All right. Harlow's grabbing the mic. We're going to narrate together. Harlow, pretend we're uh, sort of. Okay, so what is she doing? She's like patting it onto her hand. Yes. Okay, so she's patting the powder onto her hand. So now she's kind of like a little handful of powder. Yeah. She's standing up. Oh my gosh, what'd she just do? She just like flipped her head over and yep. just keeps doing this. So you flip your head over and like kind of comb it through with your hands? Yeah. Do you do that again in the morning? Your hair yeah. looks great. But do you see how it just like yeah. like a little bit of body? Yes. I feel like when you use a spray, I don't know if you can hear me, but yeah. when you use a spray. Hair, hair, hand, yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. When you use a spray, there's like a 
a wetness to it. Uh-huh. So I feel like it looks okay, but it feels gross. So yeah. you could do that thing, whatever. Yes. Yeah, the, and like then, the, 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 the zhuzhing. <laughs> and so, but it's still like, there's, um, it's still like a spray. So it feels kind of. Harlow's trying her hand at it now. Oh, very amazing. I feel like it disguises it, like a, 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 it disguises the dirtiness, but it's still there. Whereas I feel like the powder really just takes away the grease and it feels like, wow. it does, doesn't it look like fresh and like it just looks blow like, dry? It looks like nothing has happened, but that you just blow dry your hair. Like right. I can't see any product. <laughs> I can't see like any, yeah, when you spray it, it's like. Yeah, and I think it gives it a little bit of. Like a zhuzh. Like a zhuzh. Harlow's yeah. trying now. I can see the zhuzh as well. <laughs> now, Alana, tell me how much this runs for and where you buy it. Oh God, I should have. No, that's okay. Like, do like so. It's Sephora, and I want to say it's thirty six dollars. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like everything in Sephora is either thirty six dollars or like a (laughs) hundred dollars. It's like either one or the other. Um, Harlow, any any like last words or anything you want to get on the mic? Um, she's like thinking hard. She's like, I want to go out with a bang. She's got to. She's got to make sure. Um, you need to name your spatulas. You have to name your spatulas? Yes. Hey, you're pulling out some very important info at the last minute. Oh, she actually brought her spatula. Wait, what? Oh, my gosh. Okay. brought my spatula? At the 11th hour. Why? All right. Well, when I send you your new spatula, I need you to name it and report back on what you name it. Okay. What is it? Why do you name your spatulas? What's, what's Because I started to name my spatula at my house, Mr. Flippy. Mr. Flippy. And then I went back to my apartment and I was like, this is Mrs. Flippy. So this is your house. This is your summer house. Yeah. Okay. That Mr. Flippy, your apartment spatula, Mrs. Flippy. They live separate. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Flippy live separate? Uh, yeah. Mr. Flippy enjoys, like, the beach, more of, like, a pool life. Mrs. Flippy enjoys the city? Uh-huh. Okay. Do, you, do they have different colors, or are they the same? Um, they're the same, but the mm. one at my house, it doesn't have, like, any lines where it's, like, cut through, and, like, you can see the bottom. It's, like, that's just, like, covered. Mm-hmm. And then the one at my apartment is... It has some lines? It has, like, lines, and you can, like... Like, when you look, you can see everything. Oh, okay. Love that. Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. Flippy. Yeah. That's great. So so we have the Makeup Forever um, Better Than uh, Dry Shampoo recommendation, which I think is a great one, and I'm going to try it, and I can't wait. And we have a bazillion baking tips from Harlow. Um, name your spatulas. Make your pancakes from scratch. Don't fall asleep at the stove. <laughs> Never cook without a parent. Even if you're an adult, if you're a bad cook. And if you're an adult who's a bad cook, cook with a kid. Yeah. Okay. Is that every? Did I catch everything? Sick. Okay. If you think of anything else, you'll come back on. We'll do another episode. I bet there's so much stuff for you to talk about. And Harlow, thank you for coming. You're welcome. Alana, thank you for coming. Make you're sure. <laughs> Harlow's, Harlow's uh, <laughs> wielding the mic in a dangerous fashion. <laughs> she almost got her taking people down. You can follow Alana and see Harlow's adventures and her sister Mazzy's adventures on Mommy Shorts on Instagram. And make sure you watch her stories because it is a free masterclass in how to be better on Instagram. And I think a lot of us, me especially, could learn um, a lot from that. Thank you guys so much for coming. And this watch so Harlow's Baking Show. And watch Harlow's Baking Show. And one day we'll figure out what the other Property Brothers name is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> Signing off, we will see you guys next week for another episode of G Thanks. Just
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.